2: Who's worse, Sandy or Megan? Yeah, Sandy would be Alexandria Overrated Cortez. That's what they called her in college, by the way. Uh, and Megan would be Megan Rapinoe. Uh, to uh, A tough choice. Uh, but let, let's start with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She put out a tweet today saying that uh, it was disrespectful of nancy pelosi to be singling out women of color for criticism so two things about that what if the people who nancy felt were actually deserving of criticism were you know people of color should she not criticize them because she might be accused of picking on people of color and is there any example in sandy's career where she approached an issue without playing the race card And actually, there are three things. How is Sandy a person of color and Nancy Pelosi is not? Just a question I have. Sandy's Puerto Rican. Nancy is Italian. Now, I'm pretty sure that there are plenty of Italians who have as much color as Sandy does. Do you have to speak Spanish and have a little color to qualify as a person of color? Or does it happen if you're Italian? I'm just asking. Then there's Megan. That would be Megan Rapinoe. Uh, She's the big star of the U.S. women's soccer team that, according to reports, won the World Cup. I think I must have missed that, but apparently they won it. Uh, She's become a major hero. Are you still allowed to say heroine because she's female? But uh, anyway, she's a big star. Uh, She's become a big deal to liberals and Democrats. And, of course, most of the media, she's being called courageous for refusing to put her hand over her heart or sing the national anthem after her team's wins that's kind of the custom I guess at the uh, at the world cup same as uh, the olympics the media have been slobbering over her much more for that than for what she did in soccer for the she they're slobbering over her much more for the standing up uh, uh, against the anthem so can we please stop calling people who, uh, like Megan and Colin Kaepernick, uh, are courageous? Uh, how much courage does it actually take to do something that's going to get you slobbered over by half the people in Washington and everybody in the media and everybody in Hollywood? What really took courage was what Jaleen Hinkle did. She's considered one of the best female soccer players in the world, but she didn't play for the U.S. Women. She's a Christian. She made some comments about gay marriage at the time the Supreme Court came down with its ruling on gay marriage, and that may not have sat well with a good number of players on the team, and she was cut. She had to know that expressing her faith and speaking out against gay marriage was going to, at the very least, make it hard for her to get along with her teammates, but probably prevent her from playing on the team, which it apparently did. You don't see the media slobbering over her. So who's worse, Sandy or Megan? Megan? Nah, let's call it a tie. When we come back, we're going to talk about Jeffrey Epstein and a guy who's written a report for a front-page magazine with some very interesting stuff in there. New information, interesting information on the billionaire and pedophile island and Bill Clinton. Stick around. We'll be right back. We're talking to Rocky Blyer. He's involved with the Miracle League of Moon Township and the construction of a Miracle League athletic field. The fields are designed to make it possible for kids with special needs to play sports. Every
3: child, no matter what the situation, deserves a chance to be able to play, to compete, and have a place that's safe, takes care of needs, that's organized. This will be the fourth Miracle League field that will be built. Now we got four places to be able to travel, so it broadens the whole interest of sports. It's just terrific community to do that.
2: There's a buddy system I thought was pretty impressive. What's that all about?
3: Kids with special needs have a buddy. A, a child who's in school. It's like having an older brother or sister involved with you. So it's really good in that everybody has human dignity of being able to participate.
2: The website is miraclesinmoon.org. Check it out and let's help make this dream a reality. Hey Rocky, thanks and uh, we'll be talking hey. to you again about this project. Appreciate you coming on to talk about it. Thank you for having me. Alright man, take it, it. easy. Thanks. Rocky right, Blyer and we'll be right back. Back. recent storms have done a number on pittsburgh homes and businesses this is john stagerwald if you've had damage to your roof windows siding or gutters and downspouts you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge all you have to do is visit windows pittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers with over 50 years in home remodeling windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs siding gutters and downspouts doors And, of course, Windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new... You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. Why pay twice as much with other companies? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company at Pittsburgh.com. Mention STAG for an additional 10% off at pittsburgh.com That's Pittsburgh.com. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday right here on the John Steigerwald Show. com.
4: being Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. Get
1: more details about the trip or sign up now to join Mike Gallagher and Dennis Prager on the Stand with Israel tour by going to the slash Israel. That's the Answer. PGH.com slash Israel. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, a warrior is more than a team name. Here, at their fully accredited K through 12th grade Christian School, just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, a warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. A warrior is challenged to learn as they develop a strong work ethic, achieve academic excellence, and cultivate a lifelong love of learning. And a warrior is trained to lead through Christian character and integrity so they can impact the world for Christ by their example, wherever God calls them. So, are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School, a fully accredited k through twelfth grade Christian school, just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at pcs.org That's O-U-R-P-C-S dot
0: This is the John Stackerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer.
2: Well, there have to be a lot of people in Washington who are afraid, very afraid right now, about what Jeffrey Epstein might say to save himself from spending the rest of his life in prison. He's the billionaire with the big party plane and the island that was uh, known as Pedophile Island. Lots of famous people, including lots of people in government, were buddies with Jeffrey, especially Bill Clinton, who traveled on his plane at least 26 times. And lots of Democrats were more than happy to take his campaign contributions. Investigative reporter and columnist Daniel Greenfield of Front Page Magazine has been covering this story, and he joins us now. Daniel, (laughs) thanks for being here.
3: It's very much my pleasure. Thank you for having me on.
2: So who is Barry Kirscher? And how and why did he help Jeffrey
3: Epstein? Epstein. So Jeffrey Epstein is very much in the news right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's in the news for the wrong reasons, because we are talking about a case that's over a decade old at this point. Um, Pretty much all the facts were known. The media chose to leave the story alone. It chose to leave the story alone for a very specific reason, uh, because Jeffrey Epstein, who repeatedly allegedly had um, sexual contact with multiple underage girls, um, was a Good pal of the Clintons. He was a co founder, actually, of the Clinton Global Initiative, which eventually turned into the Clinton Foundation. And the people who gave him a pass, um, including Barry Kirsch, whom you just mentioned, uh, were Democrats. They were part of the Democrat Palm Beach establishment. And as a result, uh, the media chose to leave it alone until the Clintons flamed out. Uh, Trump came on the scene, and suddenly the media is now very interested in the Epstein case over again.
2: Yeah, and uh, is this is the guy who went after Rush Limbaugh for being uh, addicted to painkillers?
3: He went after Rush Limbaugh. He went after Ann Coulter. He tried to hit uh, Rush Limbaugh with ten misdemeanor counts. Uh, meanwhile, Jeffrey Epstein, the billionaire Democrat donor, um, who at that point had, at this point, we think he may have had sexual contact with as many as eighty girls. Wow! Um, back then, they had interviewed over a dozen uh, girls and witnesses. Um, he, Um The only thing Barry Kirsch decided to charge him with um, was a minor charge of solicitation of prostitution. Uh, not the abuse of underage girls, but solicitation of prostitution. And um, the Palm Beach police chief at the time, and the detective on the case, came forward and said that Kirsch's office was behaving very unusually, that it was determined to give um, Epstein a pass, which indeed is what happened. Now, not only did um, Epstein get a pass, but he actually spent his 13-month prison sentence, quote-unquote, in the Palm Beach County stockade in a private wing. He hired Palm Beach Sheriff's Deputies as his own private security. They called him a client, and he was allowed on work police, despite being a sex offender. And by work police, it meant he was able to go to his downtown Palm Beach office, accompanied by his private security with badges. Um, the private security would wait outside his office and people, male and female, went into that office, and we don't know what happened there. Wow. So that is what the Democrats did on their watch. And now they're trying to revive it on a completely blatantly dishonest charge. Uh, because the bottom line is the feds and the cost only came into this because the um, local Palm Beach police chief actually went and tried to get the FBI involved because he was, understood that the Florida state attorney, that the Palm Beach state attorney, was actually... Um, Uh, more on Epstein's side than anything else. But the thing is, the feds can only do so much, all they can do is interstate commerce, which means uh, sex trafficking. And there's not that high of a sentence for sex trafficking. It was on the local Florida Democrats to actually nail Epstein for underage contact, contact with underage minors.
2: And the cops wanted to throw the book at Epstein.
3: They did. They actually had had, uh, affidavits. They wanted to charge him with underage contact with underage minors. um, But it what barry krish did was he instead of actually going with the police charges he convened the grand jury and basically the victims were excluded from the grand jury the victims in their wars were told nothing about what was going on and even the police were told nothing about what was going on they were actually unable to reach the uh, krish and his subordinates
2: so yeah you wrote in your piece and we're talking to daniel greenfield investigative reporter a columnist for front page magazine you wrote in your your piece that the victims weren't when to appear before the grand jury. How could that be?
3: Um, they were locked out of the process. It was all Krish and um, Epstein's lawyers. So it was a bizarre situation. The, poli- the actual the police detective on the case had to physically go down to. Um, the prosecutor's office because his calls were not being returned. Um, the victim's words were completely shut out of the process. One of the words was there at the courthouse hoping to serve papers on Epstein and instead of actually being able to do that he was there watching um, while Epstein got a complete pass. Um, the One of Chris's subordinates uh, lied and told the judge that all the victims had signed off on this. This was completely untrue and even the one victim who supposedly um, got the benefit of the plea deal um, that victim also did not know about it.
2: Wow. Uh, so uh, I saw Alexander, or listened to uh, a good bit of Alexander Acosta's press conference yesterday, the uh, labor secretary for uh, Donald Trump, and he put all the blame on the state of Florida and seemed to want to take none of it.
3: Well, the state of Florida, or rather the parts, uh, really, Palm Beach, uh, really do deserve the lion's share. The when that said there were, um, the feds could have done more, Acosta could have done more. Um, there is a news report that said that he was told that Epstein had been protected by somebody in intelligence. Um, he hasn't really confirmed or denied that. It's a very strange claim. But the, Epstein's entire story is strange because he's supposedly a billionaire, but we largely have no idea where his money comes from. Um, really, uh, he has companies that are operating in the Virgin Islands. We don't know where the money is coming into those companies. We don't know who his clients are. Uh, the one thing that he actually told somebody... Back in the day with that he was helping African dictators hire money. Um, there's no way to know if any of that's true at all.
2: So this is a guy who uh, is tight with lots of politicians, most of them Democrats, who's a billionaire. They don't like billionaires, and they certainly don't like billionaires who hide their money in the Cayman Islands. Um, but somehow he's, uh, he's a, he was a pretty popular guy among a lot of Democrats, wasn't he?
3: Uh, he certainly was. He was a major donor. And even after the conviction, he was out there. He was um, partying with the Manhattan Elite. After his conviction, after um, his supposed house arrest, which included him being able to jet to his private island, called by the locals Pedophile Island, and to New York, uh, he was there Was having dinner with Woody Allen, with Charlie Rose, two of those guys who'd go down with Me Too. Um, he was having uh, dinner with uh, George Stephanopoulos of ABC News and Katie Couric. And Chelsea Handler, so all these people had no problem with
2: him. It's amazing, um, and I wonder what I haven't seen uh, what uh, George has been saying lately about him when he talks, or if he's talked about him at all. But uh, at some point it would be nice for somebody to ask those people how they how it was that they were okay hanging with this guy. Um, back to Costa, uh, who gave did the press conference yesterday. His assist uh, excuse me, his assistant, a guy named Jeffrey Sloman. Defended uh, Acosta today, said that they acted with integrity and overcame legal impediments, uh, including the victims being too afraid to testify against them. Are you buying that?
3: It's a complicated situation. So, there are a number of things going on here. First of all, Epstein was able to hire some of the best legal talent available, and they went, launched a very high pressure campaign. They went after, for example, the police chief. They're looking through. His trash, they were trying to, uh, use his divorce to attack him. They were also allegedly going after prosecutors, which is very much dirty pool, which would be very shocking, but allegedly that actually happened. Um, they were also going after the victims. One, uh, the father of one of the victims described being run off the road by a private detective. And by the victims, you're talking about, um, the types of people that, um, pedophiles target, which means, um, teenage girls, 14, 15, 16. Um, they're already kind of troubled because they know who to target, which means they don't make the best witnesses, ideally. Um, that said, again, there was more that could have been done there. Um, and we still, there are still questions to be answered in that regard. That said, again, the lion's share of the blame does belong to guys like Barry Krish. belongs to Florida state people who not only gave him a pass, but pretty much, um, rolled out the red carpet for him. Again, as mentioned, this guy was a sex offender, yet he was actually able to, go to his office while supposedly serving in prison. And uh, even after that, uh, New York did now require him to register as a sex offender. New Mexico did now require him to register as a sex offender. The media isn't interested in following up on that because it doesn't lead to President Trump.
2: Yep. Uh, Daniel uh, Greenfield is our guest, investigative reporter, columnist for Front Page Magazine. Uh, On your story, Daniel, you have a quote that says Acosta, uh, again, the labor secretary for Donald Trump, was told to back off.
3: So that is, uh, that is a report that's been circulating, uh, that he told Trump transition members that he had been told to back off, that this guy's intelligence. We don't know if this is true or not, uh, but it should be followed up on. And if there's somebody in the DOJ actually did say that, uh, we should find out who it is.
2: Yeah, and, and um, is this just a simple case of Democrats helping a guy who gave Democrats lots of money? Or is it all about keeping him quiet about other Democrats like Bill Clinton?
3: Uh, that's a good question. Uh, there's little doubt that um, if many of these stories are true, that Epstein would have actually um, had access to potential blackmail material and potentially damaging material on the sort of Democrats. You have Christine Pelosi now saying that some of our people are going to be affected by this. Uh, if Epstein did indeed uh, maintain um, footage or photos or anything, and even if he didn't, he would know exactly who was flying in the Lida Express and what they were doing there. So I think there was a good deal of motivation in covering that up. Um, But Bill Clinton obviously was the big player in that regard. And it's telling that the media waited. It had very good timing. Um, All this case waited until Hillary Clinton went down in flames. And now they're actually free to tackle this, even though, again, we're talking about a 10-year-old case. So there was no reason to keep it in the freezer except to protect the Clintons and effectively to protect Epstein.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know if it was CNN or MSNBC or both. When they did the story that um, uh, that uh, Epstein was going to be charged, or was charged again, they um, mentioned his connection with Trump and made no mention of any connection with Bill Clinton.
3: It's really bizarre because um, Jeffrey Epstein has said that he helped found the Clinton Global Initiative, which turns into the Clinton Foundation, that is far more significant than Epstein at one point was in a photo with Trump, and at one point was a number of his club, again, well before the actual case broke. But again, we can count on the media to pursue its own narrative, its own agenda, with absolutely no regard for the truth. Uh,
2: so what's next on this case? Are you finished looking into it, or it would seem to me it's just now beginning to open up?
3: I think it's now beginning to open up. The question again is whether Epstein uh, will in turn open up, whether the feds have actually sees anything that's genuinely meaningful and whether they'll actually present that at the trial. And I am skeptical on some of those counts because there's still a lot of people who are likely to be protected by this. I think it's largely being exploited to hurt Trump. And I think once they've actually milked that for all it's worth, the case is going to go back into the freezer. Epstein this time, I think, will actually go to an actual jail. Um, but I don't think they'll actually break a lot of material. I'm hoping that I'm completely wrong in this regard.
0: Wow!
2: Um, and so uh, the media coverage has really changed since Donald Trump became president on this thing. But um, as, as left-wing, as left-leaning as the media can be, um, some stories just become too big for them to ignore, and and too spectacular and. Uh, too easily um, turned into big ratings for them to ignore. Is is there the potential that that could happen here? That it just would become such a big deal that they wouldn't be able to cover it up?
3: Well, uh, they're certainly focusing in on it now. The question, again, is will the material actually come out if the media has material in its pockets? that it's not publishing, then I'm not terribly confident about that. If the Feds actually have evidence that they're actually going to bring forward, that's a different story. Because the story was huge and explosive, it was far more explosive in the Clinton era, and yet the media largely passed it by. There were stories, if you knew where to look, there were stories, there were in-depth pieces, um, there were books written about it. But at the end of the day, the media decided to just kind of pass it by. Uh, not to make it a high-profile issue because they knew it could destroy the political reputation of the Clintons.
2: Um, I don't know if I read it in your story or somewhere else, but uh, there was a there's a report that uh, Donald Trump was told by uh, the owner of uh, the the guy who runs the National Enquirer, Peckers, his name, um, that uh, mm-hmm. he had that um, the pictures of Clinton were worse than the ones they had of of Prince Andrew. So, uh, and Trump had said a long time ago that uh, he thought Clinton was going to be hurt by this. So there's a chance that there are pictures out there ready to be wait. And this guy with the National Enquirer, he wouldn't be shy about releasing him, would he?
3: I wouldn't think so. So I have heard that report also. uh, It's possible that um, Epstein did have those pictures. I don't think the National Enquirer had them, or I imagine would have seen them by now. Um, ditto for Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not anything like that will be released if, um, if Epstein had that in his possession, again, very much depends on who the feds on the scene are. As we've seen with the Hillary Clinton uh, email situation and with other cases recently, there are people in the uh, DOG and the FBI who will eagerly cover up anything for political reasons.
2: Yeah, there was a, uh, the story that I read. Um, the, whoever wrote the story, they, they called Cohen, the former Trump uh, attorney who's now in prison, Michael Cohen. They called him and asked him about this conversation that supposedly took place. And he, again, it's Michael Cohen, but he, he said, yes, it happened. He, he was there when that statement was made that they have pictures
3: of Clinton. Yeah, so I, I've seen the same story. I've seen the Michael Cohen quote that said it is, as you said, Michael Cohen. Right. I would certainly hope that this kind of material existed. It's going to be released, but I guess we'll see.
2: Yeah, so uh, are the are the are the Clintons going to survive this again? Another one. Is, well, the is Clintons
3: are built- already over. That's largely why the media feels that it's safe. To actually, we talk about this. If the Clintons weren't over, we wouldn't be hearing about this. So the Clintons are. Pretty much dead and buried. They're very much French players. They're play clothes. They're nobody's going to see their show. Basically, everybody wants them gone. So, the Clintons at this point just don't matter.
2: <laughs> Maybe we'll have to wait till Chelsea runs because you know that's coming. Uh, not this might this might actually prevent it. Uh,
3: I don't think Chelsea could win an election for a dog catcher <laughs> in a town overrun with rabies. <laughs> Hey, hey!
2: I don't know. Uh, you never know these days. Hey, Daniel, I appreciate you being on. Um, and uh, Good work on that story. They can find it where? At Front Page Magazine?
3: Exactly. David Howard's Freedom Center's website, frontpagemag.com.
2: Okay. Thanks, Daniel. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank we'll you. We'll be right back.
1: With SRN News, I'm Keith
2: Peters in Washington. Officials in Mississippi and Louisiana are telling people in the Gulf Coast area to be prepared
1: for heavy rains from Tropical Storm Barry. Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards says the state is bracing for a slow-moving storm.
3: We're anticipating a Category 1 hurricane
0: at landfall, which at this time we believe will be Saturday morning, uh, and will be in the central uh, coastal area in and around Morgan City.
2: Barry is expected to bring more than a foot and a half of rain and potentially ruinous downpours that could go on for hours as the storm passes through the metropolitan area of New Orleans, a city of nearly 1.3 million people, and it will push slowly inland. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 227 points to a record
5: 27,088. The NASDAQ rose 7, the S&P advanced 6. This is SRN News. Morning Bullets is asking for the public to respond to a nationwide poll that could help shape political policy in 2020. This is your chance to be heard by the decision makers all the way up the chain. Their question. Should the federal government provide free health care to illegal immigrants? Yes or no? Visit Trump's Pulse to let your voice be heard before the decisions are made for you. Medical services are guaranteed by the Emergency Treatment and Active Labor Act and require hospitals to provide care regardless of citizenship, legal status or ability to pay. The Federation for American Immigration Reform reported that medical expenditures for illegal immigrants was over $17 billion in 2017 alone. The decision is up for debate in the policymakers want to hear what the public thinks should the federal government provide free health care to illegal immigrants yes or no go to trump's pulse now to vote that's trump's pulse on trump's pulse be heard
0: Hugh hewitt has campaign advice for the president the president needs to go back
1: to his 2016 tactics of talking to everyone at length one-on-one what he did in 2016 and 15 it's why he won he's got to go back on the radio he's got to go back on cnn he was on with chuck dodd he's got to do every show give him an hour to dominate television again the
0: hugh hewitt show weekday mornings at six right before mike gallagher at nine on am 1250 the answer Are you worried that the next market downturn could
1: rob you of your wealth and your security? Are you concerned that your lifetime may last longer than your life savings? You don't have to be. For over 30 years, Gary Hunt has advocated for strong retirement principles, helping families in Allegheny and Westmoreland generate more income while protecting their retirement funds. And Gary now offers retirement-minded savers and investors a free book so you can better understand what it takes to structure a more stable, secure, and confident retirement. Call Gary Hunt and request your copy of Income Allocation.
0: 844-366-HUNT. That's 844-366-4868. This is Chris Abernethy of Abernethy & Hagerman. You don't want the government deciding what happens to your estate or how much they will take. At Abernethy & Hagerman, estate administration is the heart and soul of our practice. We have the experience to help not only plan, but administer your estate properly. To protect your assets, minimize taxes, and ensure that your inheritance gets to the ones you love. Decide for yourself. Abernethy & Hagerman. Legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. Community Bank, City Mission, Number
1: One Cochrane, Highmark Stadium, Peters Township Community Center, Angelo's Restaurant. What do all these businesses have in common? Nello Construction. Design and build with one company. Nello Construction. Full service construction from the ground up. Renovation. Expansion. Nello Construction. The choice for business. See the projects. Begin the journey at NelloConstruction.com. Right now, save $500 off a beautiful new Pella entry door. We have hundreds of entry door options to transform your home, create exceptional curb appeal, and add lasting value. An array of glass patterns, from traditional to contemporary, can give you just the right amount of light and privacy you need. And Pella's exclusive Advantage Plus system protects your investment from damaging weather. Get $500 off right now or 48 months no interest. Call 888 78 Pella or PellaPittsburgh.com.
0: Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer.
1: Be careful out there. Flood warnings still in effect. Do not try to drive through flooded highways. Lots of closures because of this. Mount Neba Road between Arnt Road, McAleer Road, and on inbound 28, 40th Street Bridge to 31st Street Bridge, University Boulevard, Moon Township between Grant Drive and 51. we also got to lay southbound at 79. we got an accident blocking the left lane at 50, so expect some backups approaching that area. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson.
0: AM 1250. The answer. Weather.
5: A shower, thunderstorm in spots early this evening. Watch for residual flooding, otherwise partly cloudy the rest of tonight, a low of 62. Tomorrow clouds mixing with some sunshine, looking at a high of 81. Warming up nicely for the start of the weekend on Saturday, mostly sunny and a high of eighty-five on Sunday. Sunshine with a few clouds and a high near 84 for the afternoon. With your AccuWeather weather forecast, I'm Meteorologist Samantha Walt.
0: Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer.
2: Well, if you've been listening to this show for a while, you know that we've been trying really hard to get Mike Doyle and Connor Lamb, two local congressmen on, to talk about, among other things, the Equality Act, which would make it pretty much uh, illegal to prevent a man from competing against a woman in sports. So we aren't We haven't been able to get a hold of uh, Connor Lamb. We've asked him many times. Can't even get a statement out of him. So we thought we'd talk to the guy who's going to be running against him or hopes to run against him in 2020. That would be Scott Timko, and he joins us right now. Scott, thanks for being here.
4: Hey, John, thanks for having me. I appreciate you taking the time to speak today.
2: So what made you decide to run against Connor Lamb?
4: Well, (laughs) there's long answers and there's short answers, but at the end of the day, As a lifelong Republican, I looked at what Connor Lamb was trying to portray himself as. I looked at the, in my mind, fraud of how he tries to identify himself as a moderate to the people of western Pennsylvania. And yet when he's out there in Washington, D.C., he's voting for things that are just absolutely uh, not to my values, not to the values I think that reflect western Pennsylvania. And uh, when I saw that, I said somebody has to step up. Somebody has to speak for what I think the majority of us believe and uh, I thought that I'd be the guy to do it. So, yep, that's why I'm running.
2: So how beatable is he? I mean, uh, incumbents, no matter who they are, tough to beat.
4: Always, and that's how the system is. It's a, it's a good job, and once you get there, they do everything they can to try to keep you there. But uh, we've seen that when the people are properly motivated and they're interested in their government and they show up and they vote, uh, you know, change can occur. So I have no illusions that this is going to be a challenging race, and anytime you take on an incumbent, uh, there's a high hurdle there. But uh, I believe in what we're doing. I believe in the party of the Republican. I, I like our policies. Uh, I like where we stand on all these issues. I think these issues uh, resonate with Western Pennsylvania. Uh, they're certainly something I'm passionate about. And I think as Republicans, we have a good story to tell. And if we just tell what's happening, if we talk about the strong economy, if we talk about America first, if we talk about... Uh, you know, open borders and, and the dangers that pre- those present themselves. Uh, I think I think people pay attention, and uh, I think that's uh, that's the way you win in November.
2: How much uh, competition is there for that spot, the Republican nomination?
4: Well, right now, I'm the only candidate. Mm-hmm. Now we have certainly a while until the uh, primary, but right now it is me, and I am proud to be the only candidate, and I'm ready to go. I'm, I started the ground running in this several months ago. Uh, I'm not wishy-washy. I looked at this, something needed to be done, and I'm a guy that likes to get stuff done. So uh, I've been full force now for several months.
2: Now, Connor Lamb has uh, become the invisible man since Election Day. Um, Do you think that's because he's trying to avoid questions about some of the crazy left-wing ideas that you just were talking about?
4: Well, you have to look at how he's run his last two elections. You have to look how he portrayed himself against Rick Sikone. You have to look at how he portrayed himself against Keith Rothfuss. And then you have to look at how he's actually voting in Washington, D.C., Uh, no, the two do not jive. So if you're a guy who's going to say one thing and then do something different, it's in your best interest to stay out of sight, to stay, uh, you know, out of the media, uh, you know, follow the money on this, see where it's taking them. And, and I think that tells you everything you know about what's going on. So, uh, you know, why he's not going to risk it. He's trying to portray himself as a moderate. We know that's not the case.
2: Well, let me give you a little story. Uh, I've been trying to get him to come on this show for. Months, Um, And not only that, I've I've been trying to get simply a statement on the Equality Act and how it would make it uh, pretty much against the law. Not pretty much. It would make it against the law to prevent males from competing against females in sports. Um, So I just wanted to get him, after they unanimously uh, came out, the Democratic Party did, in favor of the Equality Act, which would do that, um, all I wanted was a statement from either both him, uh, he, both he and Mike Doyle, who I wanted uh, statements from, on just the um, effect that the Equality Act might have on girls in sports. And I couldn't, I, I haven't been able to get them on yet, I haven't been able to get a statement on it yet. Um, the last thing we did, we, we uh, c- contacted uh, Mike Doyle's publicist, Matt Dinkle. Asked him a question about it, if he would have a statement on how he feels about the Equality Act. And I, I we mentioned in the email that, you know, a lot of his constituents have daughters uh, playing uh, sports. Uh, could you, Does Mike Doyle have a statement on it? And the answer we got back was he doesn't have a statement. That's it.
4: It's amazing. Well, actually, you know what? That's the wrong word. It's completely predictable. I mean, Mike Doyle ran unopposed last time, so he's not going to answer to the electorate. He doesn't no. care, and and Connor Lamb again trying to portray himself as a moderate. He's not going to he's not going to take that on. Are you kidding me? He's he's going to avoid that mine trap. But but let's be honest. He, he didn't just vote for the bill. You know, Connor and and Mike they co-sponsored that bill. Mm-hmm. This isn't something he just supported. This is something he believes in. And let's just put it simply, he's out of touch with Western Pennsylvania. I mean, is this really what we want? Is this what we want? Connor Lamb spending his time on. Listen, I'm a common-sense kind of guy. And we can all agree that discrimination is bad and people should be treated fairly. But is it common sense that men should not be allowed to compete in women's sports or break down the safety precautions, And you know, whether it be bathrooms, locker rooms? Look, I've got a daughter. And at the end of the day, if she's playing volleyball, I just strongly believe she should be able to play that game without getting spiked in the face by a man.
2: Yeah, and, Simple as that. and um, I think most people... Uh, not most people, but anybody who knows anything about sports, anybody who knows anything about sports knows that that's a stupid idea and uh, something that will not work and will be the end. It, it could be the beginning of the end of really uh, girl's sports. So uh, how is it? I, I I have to blame the media a little bit because when I talked to uh, Matt Dinkle, Mike, Mike Doyle's um, uh, public uh, media guy. Uh, he said, well, you're the only person who's asked about it. Me with my little radio show here, nobody in the TV, wow. uh, nobody, none of the TV stations. Uh, apparently nobody, I-, I-, I, when he said nobody in the media, I'm guessing he also meant print, you know, uh, nobody's asked about it. And, uh, you know, you can cut through all the other stuff. And we're talking to Scott Timcoe, who's going to run against, uh, uh, Connor lamb for the 17th district. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's this is something that cuts through for everybody you can have people who pay little or no attention to politics Scott but they have daughters who play basketball or run track and you bring this up to them and they'll, they'll that's an issue that they'll be all over and are these guys going to be able to run from it
4: well they're going to do the best they can And but you're right not many people are bringing it up it, it takes courage to do so I applaud you for that uh, you know, it's a, you know, I don't think it's a controversial issue. Not the least. When you're talking about, when you're talking about left wing media and left wing media agenda, you bet it's controversial to them. So I just, again, it's just astounding to me that, you know, we've got serious issues that need to be resolved. We've got immigration issues. We've got health care issues. We've got, uh, security issues. We've got tariff issues. And it appears that, that Connor Lamb's priorities is the, the co sponsor bills to make sure that men and women can play sports together. I just I find it absurd. And he's and a, a waste of waste of our time.
2: He's a he's a guy who went to Central Catholic. He's a Catholic kid uh, grew up in Western Pennsylvania. You know and I know that he knows something about sports. I'm not so, uh, 100% sure about his background, but I'm pretty sure he actually Played some sports at Central Catholic, and again, anybody who has ever competed in a sport knows what a stupid, stupid idea it is. And that would not include Nancy Pelosi, by the way.
4: <laughs> no, I, I agree with you there, and, and you know, and, I, and you're right. I like you. I don't particularly know how he grew up here. Uh, you know, I was born on the north side. I grew up on the north side. Um, played football at Knock. So I've been in Western Pennsylvania my, my entire career. Played some college ball. Um, you know, I remember pick up games on Point View Drive and stick ball. Believe it or not, and kick the can. So right. these, these are important. These are important things. It's uh, it's real Western PA stuff, and I, I think again, if you talk to the majority of people out here, what do they think about this bill? They're going to say this is ridiculous and it, it's absurd and and it's just it's just political pandering. It's it's pandering to a demographic. It's it's about the money, and it's just. You roll your eyes sometimes, but hey, this is the hand of It's 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 more well, dare I say, more socialism. It's engineering. It's them telling us how to think. Them telling us how to act. Uh, I just I find it deeply offensive.
2: And uh, what is his stance on abortion? Now, we know how far left, uh, how, how radical the Democratic Party has become on the issue. All all twenty candidates or how twenty seven or thirty six, whatever number of candidates it is now. Uh, we know how how pro-abortion they are they are and and, radical. Uh,
4: you know he, he, he likes to go out and say he's obviously anti-abortion you'll say that when he's talking in front of you that's uh, you know so i've heard um but once again follow the money and you know see where he gets his donations from and look at his votes so at the end of the day a politician who says one thing and does something different that's not the most you <laughs> it's not earth-shattering uh, but it's sad when it happens, and, and and that's what's happening. I mean, he does take money from Planned Parenthood. He does. So, uh, uh, as far as I know, yep. I, I've looked through some of the fundraising, and uh, you know, it's accepting money from Planned Parenthood. So, I think I think it's hard to say, you know, you're anti-abortion if you're going to accept donations from Planned Parenthood. Yeah, so it's it's one of the, listen. It's one of those things where you know he goes out and says he's against Speaker Pelosi, and he didn't vote for Nancy Pelosi to be the speaker he says... That's what you have to say to win in Western Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. But as long as you vote the way Nancy Pelosi wants you to vote, she'll let you take one for the team as long as she's still the speaker. She just she just needs you. You know she she needs you when she needs you. Right. She didn't need him for that vote, but the vote she needs him for, he's there.
2: Yeah. So, um, yeah. And now, Scott, you have no experience, no political experience, uh, and I don't. But just off the top here, uh, that's not something I ex- uh, consider a negative. It's actually the opposite. I think we need more inexperienced people in Washington. Um, <laughs> well, so, but you don't have any. So, how are you going to fight that? Uh, well, that'll be a, that'll be a criticism, I'm sure. Although he's been in yeah, office what twenty minutes, so.
4: Yeah, you know what? There, there's there's all kinds of experiences. I, I don't have experiences with running up massive deficits. I, I don't have experiences with identity politics. I don't have experience. Telling people that the only way they can succeed is if the government helps them. Mm-hmm. Okay, what I have experience is I have military experience, I have leadership experience. I've been in leadership positions uh, at the places I've worked. Uh, I've, I've been trained to make decisions. I actually have run for small offices locally. I've been uh, elected in offices in of my company, so I've run campaigns. I've just never run a, a, a federal campaign such as this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a small businessman. Uh, In addition uh, to my, uh, I'm a regular, normally I'm an airline pilot, that's my main job, but I'm also a small business owner, so I've got experience not only collecting paychecks, but, you know, issuing payroll, so, uh, you know, I've got a broad experience, I've seen it from the top, I've seen it from the bottom, I've worked in the federal government, I've worked with the federal government, um, so I bring a lot of experience to it, but you're right, do I have experience of sitting in the halls of Congress and voting in lockstep with Nancy Pelosi, no, absolutely I do not, so, <laughs> Hold that against me if you will.
2: Yeah. Uh, and again, we're talking to Scott Tim Coase uh, running against uh, as now he's running against Connor Lamb in the 17th congressional district. Um, so what, what what do you have to do? You need to raise money um, <laughs> and you need to, you need to raise your profile. And get people to know you. Uh, have you had any plans to do something crazy, uh, like I don't know, some kind of a publicity stunt downtown? I don't, I, I, I'm just thinking of it now. I don't have any uh, suggestions, but we could come up with something.
4: Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. If stunt is the right word, but uh, but clearly, I have to do. I have to get my name out there. People have to be aware of me. I would direct anyone who's interested in finding out more about me uh, to my website. It's teamtimco.com. And my name is spelled T-I-M like Mary K-O. Some people like to say C-O. But com tells you everything you need to know about me. Uh, there's a place there to donate. Uh, I'm new to the Twitterverse, right? And as somebody in his 50s, I gotta be honest, I'm a little bit new to social media. Right. But I have created a Twitter page. I have some musings out there. We'll see where that goes. I, I'm more of the, uh, uh, quantity or quality over quantity, if you will. Well, where's but, your, uh, what's
2: your twiddle, Twitter, uh, handle? Yeah, Scott Timko, PA. At at Scott Timko, PA. Yep. Okay. That's it. We'll find so, you. Well. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, so, I'll start. I'll start following you. No, um, yeah, I appreciate it. And by that. the way, Apparently. if if if, uh, if Connor Lamb, if you just happen to be, you know, driving home from somewhere and listening, you know, you're always welcome to come on the show. And I'll, I I definitely would um, be fair and ask you fair questions. But you know, I think at some point you got to stop being invisible. I, 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 again, Scott, the uh, the media kind of drive me crazy on this because I I don't watch a lot of local news, but I don't think I've ever seen Connor
4: Lamb interviewed ever since the election. Well, Day. we we could spend hours talking about the death of local news and what's happened uh, because yeah. you know unless unless it's murder or some sort of tragedy, right, uh, that just doesn't get the story. So that that's a whole other conversation for another time. Uh, but once again. Uh, you know why would he? he? Nobody's holding him accountable, and it's actually kind of ironic because the media is typically pretty friendly to the Democrats. Mm-hmm. You would think that would be his safe zone, and yet even so, he can't find the time to go be interviewed and speak out there and actually make substantive statements. If you listen to him speak, uh, there's there's two things he likes to mention that uh, he's a Marine, and I, I salute his service. I'm an Air Force guy, so we have that in common. But uh, you know. He just doesn't say anything of substance. He, he runs and hides, and that's uh, uh, that might be a strategy to get you elected. But it's uh, I, I don't know. He, he he comes from a political machine. Uh, you know, he's a hand-picked candidate, so he's just he's doing what his handlers tell him to do, and it's working well for him. So uh, it's my my job to shake that up. It's my job to give the voters a choice, an alternative, and I'm going to say things that you may or may not agree with, but you're going to know where I stand. And at least you're going to make an informed choice about me. Uh, with Connor Lamb, you're just you're it's a hope and prayer candidate.
2: Well, Scott, so,
4: part you, of the problem.
2: You so. sound good on the radio. You're off to a good start. So well,
4: done. <laughs> I, I, again, I appreciate your time and. I'm happy to talk to you anytime you want. Steeler season is coming up, and as much as I care about politics, I care just as much about the Steelers. So. <laughs> All, right.
2: All right, well, hang in there, and good luck. And uh, if we, uh, you know, keep listening, because there's a one in I don't know ten thousand chance that uh, Connor Lamb might accept an interview where I might actually ask him a question that he'd have to answer. But uh, I'm going to keep would trying.
4: Really like to hear that. that? That would be a momentous occasion. Well, I if you run into
2: that. him, tell him to call me. Will you? You got our number. I'll I'll do it John. Thanks again for your time. All right, thank you Scott. We'll be right back. Obamacare, Trump Care, ACA, Cobra. There are so many choices, but all seem to bring one word to mind. Expensive. There are lots of changes happening in healthcare today. Fortunately, I know someone that has been on the forefront of health insurance for years, Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every health care provider in the country. They help determine which plan is right for you and then expertly help you choose the best plan for your needs and then do so prudently. Don't need maternity coverage? Call Marley Financial. Have pre existing conditions? Call Marley Financial. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer. Worried about the penalty? All of Marley Financial Plans are penalty exempt because they know how to design the plans. Most of their clients save 30 to 60 percent, which can add up to several thousand dollars a year. Call Todd at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496 on the web at MarleyFG.com. A couple of weeks ago, we had Rocky Blyer here to talk about his work with Miracle League in Moon Township, Fields for Athletes with Special Needs. Jim Leland, the Pirates' former manager, is also involved in that project. Jim, thanks for being here. Great to be here, John. Great to talk to you. Tell me about the Miracle League of Moon Township.
4: It's just a great thing for these kids, and it's a wonderful opportunity for people to participate. Some people are a little less fortunate than others, and I think it's just a great opportunity for people to volunteer and to help out and put a smile on somebody's face. I've seen
2: the field that they put out in Upper St. Clair. It's amazing. Oh, it's unbelievable the way they construct these things. They have the
4: ramps and everything for the kids. It takes a little stress off the parents. I think it's what Pittsburgh's all about. It's just a great thing.
2: It'll serve Montour, West Allegheny, Moon, Sewickley, Weirton, Steubenville, Beaver County, and surrounding communities. Approximately 100 to 200 children will be eligible to participate, and it'll also serve adults with special needs so it's a great cause and if you'd like to see how you can help maybe donate some money check it out at miraclesinmoon.org miraclesinmoon.org we'll be right back recent storms have done a number on pittsburgh homes and businesses this is john steigerwald if you've had damage to your roof windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. All you have to do is visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and, of course, windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new... You'll love their no pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. Why pay twice as much with other companies? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company at WindowsR Us Pittsburgh.com. Mention Stag for an additional ten percent off at WindowsR Pittsburgh.com. That's WindowsR Us Pittsburgh.com. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the jerk of the week, heard every Friday right here on the John Sagerwald Show.
6: WindowsR Us Pittsburgh.com. Summer is here and so are the bugs and other pests. Don't let your home or business be overrun this season with unwanted intruders. Forget about throwing your money away on those harmful toxic chemicals. This season, plug in pest free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug In Pest Free. This summer, turn your house wiring into a hostile environment for rodents and other unwanted pests, effectively driving them out the safe, humane way without the use of toxic chemicals. Designed to last for years, it will save you a ton of money. Our bestseller, the Plug-In Pest Free Pro, covers up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. The Pro comes with a 20% discount when you use promo code SAVE20. That's promo code SAVE20 for 20% off. Order yours online today at gopestfree.com. That's gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. Don't sprain regret, plug in and forget.
0: The John Steigerwald Show, AM 1250, The Answer.
6: Well, if
2: you missed our first segment, uh, or if you heard it, uh, Daniel Greenfield from Front Page Magazine was here talking about Jeffrey Epstein and all the things that uh, were going on with him and how the uh, law enforcement officials in Florida just gave him a pass and let him walk. But what's interesting is how he's still beloved, or at least he was until a week ago when, uh, or less than that, whenever it was that the uh, he was arrested again. Uh, after serving a 13-month sentence and a subsequent year of house arrest in Palm Beach, uh, This uh, he, there was a party that he had for Prince Andrew, one of the guys who uh, apparently took a ride with him to uh, Pedophile Island. Listen. Uh, listen to who some of the guests were at uh, his party: Katie Couric, Charlie Rose. You know what happened to Charlie? Woody Allen, Chelsea Handler, and George Stephanopoulos was there. Do you think anybody in the media? I don't know. You know, from a from a a website that covers the media would have. The guts to ask any of these people like George Stephanopoulos how he feels about him and whether he believes that Bill Clinton spent any time on Pedophile Island. It's only beginning, and it's going to get sicker and sicker as we see more and more of this, and I can't wait. See you tomorrow.
0: The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group.